Welcome to Adoption Now, sharing real stories of the joys and challenges of adoption. Now here's the host of Adoption Now, April Fallon. Welcome to Adoption Now, telling your adoption story. I'm your host, April Fallon. I am the adoptive mother of four. On this show, we tell real adoption stories of the joy and challenges of adoption. You can find all of our podcasts at adoption-now.com. We are going back to podcasts only. This is our last show for a few weeks. We will be taking a break so I can help my mom who's going through chemo right now. She's been involved in all of our adoptions and she was just on the show last March. You can find that on adoption-now.com. She gives great advice on how to support a family going through the adoption process. So today I'm excited. Last week we had Colleen on the show. I met her at the Mrs. Colorado pageant. She is a birth mother and placed her baby girl 26 years ago. That story is incredible and heartwarming, and it's just been released as a podcast at Adoption Now on iTunes. Today, we have Colleen back on the show with that daughter that she plays, Chrissy. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Chrissy, you are an adoptee. I love adoptees because as a mother of adopted children, I'm always asking a million questions to adoptees. Like, am I doing it right? (laughs) What can I do better? And what I love about your story is that this is an open adoption. Your mother knew, your birth mother knew your adoptive mother before you were born. She was the babysitter. Yeah. And she got pregnant and your adoptive mother could not have children, any more children. She had one child. And here is this incredible match. And I know you heard the story last week. What did you think about it? Um, I mean, sometimes telling that story, you kind of wrap it up quick. But when you listen to it and hear all the love involved and it's it makes me cry, obviously, every time I hear it. Um, but it's just, it's been very blessed. Um, it's just been easy for me as well. Colleen, let's talk about open adoption. Okay. We have so many questions about it. People are terrified of it. They don't want the birth mother to come in and, you know, not necessarily take the baby, but... Right. Make the baby feel confused or the child feel like, well, I want to be with her. And then as an adoptive mom, you're like, will she love me enough? But it sounds like you guys worked this out and it's really a beautiful story. How did you do that? Thank you. It is it is really a beautiful story, a beautiful life. And it all centers around Chrissy. And it's what an amazing gift she is to this world. Open adoption. I, I understand why it would be scary for a lot of people because you have to figure out boundaries. You know, how often does the birth mother come over? How, how involved is it just pictures? Is it once a year? Is it a few times a month? Or I think that's, it boils down to individual adoption cases. I think you work it out yourselves. Mm -hmm. And I know there has to be fear for adoptive parents. You know, is this birth mom going to come back and take my child, take our child and, I always made it very clear to Joni. There was a case years ago about a little boy named baby Richard and his birth father didn't know about him and came back and tried to take him when he was about three years old. So I vocalized that story with Joni, with Chrissy's adoptive mother, with her mom and um, just said, I would never do that. I would absolutely never do that to them. That was that Chrissy was their child. They were raising her. They changed the diapers. They did the two in the morning, five in the morning feedings. Um, but 
you know, I would encourage birth mothers and adoptive parents to see the beauty in an open adoption. Mm -hmm. Christy knows biologically where she came from. If she has questions on health or I think for, I, you know, I had a college roommate who was, who had a very closed adoption and she always wondered, Mm -hmm. it's that fear, almost like a fear that they, that adoptive children have to live with if they don't know biologically where they come from. Mm Mm-hmm. So my theory, and this is just a theory, I don't give professional advice, but I have interviewed several adoptees and I think the healthiest children are the ones that have an open adoption that aren't in um, a mystery type situation where they, they don't have the answers or they're not told, oh my gosh, heaven forbid, they're not told they're adopted until they're right. 20. Um, mm-hmm. Those children, now as an adoptive mom, you might think I'm sheltering them but there will come a time where they're struggling and it could be as a child or an older adult. And that is very difficult when you're older. And so I really, really stress, please be open with your child and please, if you can let the birth mother in, we would love that if there are not drugs involved, if you know, there are certain boundaries you have to have and it's, it's really tricky. And, and you know, the terms change as the time goes on. Let's talk about your life though, Chrissy. How did you address your birth mother? Um, well, I actually didn't know she was my birth mother until I was like seven. Um, my whole life I knew I was adopted. Um, my parents were like super honest about it, but I would always ask my mom like, well, you know my birth mom, who is it? And she would be like, I can't tell you till your dad's home because he was always on business. And that's when I decided to ask her (laughs) when she couldn't tell me. Um, So then finally, about seven years old, as I said, they sat me down and told me Kellyn was my birth mom. And I mean, I think my whole life I was very, I don't, children, I feel like you tell them and you're honest with them and they're just very, um, I guess they understand it in their own way. And it doesn't, as you said before, like it, it could be harder when they're adults cause there's, it's more complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I found out she was my birth mom, I was like, Oh, like I was really excited about it. Um, <laughs> she came into town and, um, we were at dinner and I guess I don't remember this very well, but we were in I the do. bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were in the bathroom at like an Italian restaurant or something. I was like, Oh, my parents told me, uh, you're my birth mom. And And I was changing a poopy diaper, Jack's poopy diaper. And I almost dropped him off the changing table. I I didn't know Joni didn't have the time to tell me that she knew. And I was like, okay, this is not how I envisioned this conversation, but just come here, give me a hug. And uh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, what did you say? Give me a hug. And yes, I was just like, okay. And how do you feel about it? And you know, I, obviously I cried my eye, you know, my eyes and I was trying to be calm for her and just, you know, you have this vision of, oh, it's going to be this and we'll sit down as a family and nope, changing a poopy diaper in a bathroom, in a bathroom at Maggiano's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A good time to say it, I guess. Yes. People <laughs> always ask me what age is the best age. And I always say, let the child drive that. But I yes. have found that my son asked me questions at five and then he didn't. But now as he's seven, he's starting to ask me some more questions. I mean, it's different for every child, but I just feel like 
Seven is a good age to say, hey, let's sit down and have a conversation. I agree. Because they're not old enough to really, it's not complicated, like you said. That's a great way to explain it. They're not like thinking things out. I mean, they're like, oh, okay, can I have ice cream? They're still young (laughs) enough. But five was really young for him to understand. The terms, Mm -hmm. I was really struggling. I'm like, you know what? Let me tell him just like the basics and then address this later. And two years later, he's he's different. He can handle it. Right. So it sounds like you were just like, okay, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, growing up, I never like being adopted didn't feel different. And like, I'm close with all my cousins, um, my sister and my parents. Like, I just never felt like almost like set apart. You weren't set apart. Yeah. It didn't make me feel like like, obviously, it's a special thing, but I didn't feel like, oh, I'm adopted. I'm different than everyone else. So was it strange, though, that your sister was biological? Um, No, I mean, all my cousins, too, they're all biological, um, but none of my cousins or my sister or any aunts and uncles, grandparents, like I never felt like I wasn't one of part, them. Part yeah. of them. Yeah. Like I wasn't. It didn't make me different. and. Maybe like from the podcast before, if you listen to Kelleen, um, there's just, it just started with a lot of love. Like even mm-hmm, when I was, sure. cause I was premature, I was born at like three pounds. I even went down to two pounds, um, really scared everyone. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even from the beginning, like all my family, my, I mean, even Kelleen, including and her mom, including And then my family, like my adoptive parents, um, my aunts and uncles, like they would come to the hospital constantly. Um, So it just started with a lot of love and it's just been that way the whole time. So I wonder if the biological sister, her name's Katie, right? Katie. I wonder if she was kind of like, oh, I want a birth mom. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Because that's what we find in families when I ask them, do you have an open adoption? And there's multiple adoptions. Some of them do and some of them don't. And so the ones that don't, right? they don't know their birth mm-hmm. parent. And so they're like disappointed or they're biological and they're like, oh, where's our other mom? Yeah. Why hasn't she come? Mm-hmm. We don't have any extended family. So it's kind of like the disappointment. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that is funny. But it sounds like Joni and what, what's your dad's name? Mike. Mike are extremely open people, loving, yeah. kind, you know, talk to you about the truth. Um, mm-hmm. We're loving to your birth mother. There isn't this negative connotation about her really loved her and her family. And now at this time that she's growing up, I mean, how old was she when you got married, Colleen? So Chrissy was like, let's see, John and I will be married 22 years. So she was what you were four. She was four. Did you ever think I want to go live with her? I mean, I'm, I'm here in Colorado. My parents are in Chicago. So I feel like I can see her, see Kellyne, see her husband, see the kids, Jack, um, Liam and Emily anytime I want. Um, and then my parents still come out and vacation here. I go home to Chicago. Um, but it's not like, oh, I, I wish I lived like with my birth mom. I don't, I'm just, I feel like I've just been very, um, just accepting of what it was, I guess. Like you have been. Yeah. Uh, How do I help my children be like that? Um, like I said, they were very honest about the adoption. Um, like I, I can't remember when they told me I was adopted. Like I always just knew it. 
the whole family, I mean, it was the whole family. The whole family is very loving. And then obviously my birth mom was loving her. Her mom was loving. Like it was just, everyone was. Lots of love. Yeah. It was just very, it was blessed. It's hard. I would think like to like what my parents did is like, you got to be honest and you. For sure. You got to be ready to answer those hard questions because as a kid, you might, or as an adult now, I might not remember asking those hard questions, but mm-hmm. I'm sure their answers helped me try to understand it better. We have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to ask Chrissy some of those questions and she's going to help us adoptive parents. You're listening to Adoption Now. We'll be right back. Hi, this is April Fallon, the host of Adoption Now, telling your adoption story. We love all of your feedback, ideas for shows, and applications to be on the show. Email us anytime at april at adoption-now.com. We would love for you to subscribe to Adoption Now podcast by clicking on the subscribe button on iTunes. Then you'll get a new story as soon as the podcast is released. Again, thank you for listening to Adoption Now. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Adoption Now. I'm your host, April Fallon. Today, we're talking to Colleen and Chrissy. Colleen is the birth mother. Chrissy is the daughter. And here they are together. This is the first time I've had an interview like this together. Really? Yes. Where I have had a parent place a child and the child come back with their birth parent. I think it's incredibly special what you guys have. And it's true. It was birthed out of love. And we like to think all adoptions are birthed out of love. And the majority of the time they are. And we love those stories, but this one is like extra amazing. I mean, the way that your parents, your adoptive parents came together and everybody was working together for you, that must make you feel incredibly special. Yeah, it does. Um, I feel like that's a huge reason why this has just been very easy on me. Like I have other friends who've been adopted and, you know, they have those questions and maybe more like resentments than I feel like I've felt. And obviously I can relate to people who have been adopted or, um, but all of our stories are very different. And since our adoption was so open and, um, it just made it work easy. I don't know. My parents, they were just, even now to this day, like they just make it easy. Like it's not, they don't overthink it. They don't, they just kind of let it flow. I feel like. And I feel like they've always just known they're your mom and dad. And I, it was almost like I could be, um, there's definitely a bond between Chrissy and I, you, it's undeniable when you have a child. I mean, there is a biological connection. However, it was almost like I was an aunt or something. Mm. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like it was like that, especially, um, like some during those like junior high days or like some of those like like because I could call you and we talk and you know like there are some similarities between us like we both like we're kind of boy crazy or <laughs> where my mom isn't like that as much so she's just like okay do whatever um but like it I mean my mom never was like oh you're on the phone with your birth mom again or like you know, I moved out mm-hmm. here to Colorado and she, have you seen Kelly and the kids or, 
have like how are they doing or she's like oh I need to call her you know it's just like there's just a relationship between everyone it's not just like a relationship between me and my adoptive parents or me and my birth parents or it's like everyone has a relationship together I'm very close with your mom yeah very close she's very special to me and um just a terrific human being seriously were you nervous in any time talking to her like when she was a teenager and maybe giving advice and like, Oh, I don't know. Does your mom want me to be talking to you? Yes. Because our relationship during that time sort of changed. Thanks to Mike and Joni. Like they actually sent her out here for a long weekend to spend time with us before Chrissy moved out here. This was in, I think it was your freshman year. Freshman year of college. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but there were other times like we would, we brought our ATVing up in the mountains and Joni never, Joni knew she was mom. Joni's a very confident woman Mm -hmm. and she's very comfortable in herself, which she's been such a great role model for me. I just feel like she was never uncomfortable. She literally wanted the best for Chrissy, just more love, more love and more love. And that's how it's been. And, um, she was never insecure in her parenting or that I would, but yes, I did watch my boundaries. It's because out of respect for how much and how much I love Mike and Joni and they are mom and dad. There were times when, if Christy would ask advice or whatever, especially early on when that relationship was changing and it was becoming even more open between Christy and I, um, I did try and respect boundaries and, you know, just not parent her, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe be more like an aunt or a, or a confidant or just someone she could always come to. Hopefully, hopefully you felt that way. I am learning so much. I mean, through all of these interviews, but this one is very clear to me. And I think that to have a successful open adoption and to be a successful adoptive parent, you really do have to have confidence. You have to have respect and you have to have love. And if you have those three things, then you can become very flexible with the way the relationship goes. And you can go into adoption with the right attitude I always tried to respect my birth parents, no matter what their stories were. And let me tell you, they weren't like yours, Colleen. They were messy, but I tried to respect them. And oftentimes they would say to me, you love me and respect me more than anyone else. And I tell the story all the time. I've defended them in in, um, hospital rooms. And they said, no one ever did that. They didn't have a mom standing there saying, give her the best treatment. And I don't say that to brag because honestly, it was a breaking in me. I'm not like Joni. I'm not naturally, um, I'm not naturally open like that. It took a while for me. I had to learn what it was like in the adoption triad. We call it the triad, the adoptee, the adoptive parent and the birth parent. And every person is so important in this triad and we have Mm. to work together to make an adoption successful. And so that's why we started the show because I only knew what an adoptive parent would say, right? I didn't know what adoptees were saying. I didn't know what birth parents. And this show is really helping me understand that so much can be done if you are confident, if you have respect and if Mm -hmm. you have love and obviously faith, if you're praying through it, But it sounds like all these things are working together and really for your benefit, Chrissy, so that this adoption was as painless and beautiful as it was meant to be. Adoption is really meant to be beautiful, although it comes from a place of brokenness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in the midst of it, we lose sight of that. It's very hard to feel like this is beautiful. This feels like a mess. And really seeing that God is in the mess. For sure. And that he can make something beautiful out of it. And God gave you back everything that you lost, you know, and now you have this relationship with her. You have three other beautiful children and then you have 
this relationship with your daughter. Mm-hmm. How do you get along with her other children? Um, we get along really well. Uh, they didn't always know. It was kind of like how I was where I didn't know who um, my birth mom was. Like they didn't really know who I was to them until. Um, we waited until Jack knew, um, till Jack had his sex education class. Hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't know. You know, again, it, it wasn't super planned, but Chrissy had come out to visit and we went ATVing up in the mountains and Jack took a picture of us and he looked at us and, and kind of put the camera down. And do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you guys have the exact same color eyes. And at this time, Chrissy was physically starting to look a lot more like me as she got older. And so I told John about it and he's like, yeah, it's time. And, and you know what? They weren't, they were so excited at who she really was. So did they think she was like a babysitter, a friend? A s- like a family friend, kind of like what I thought Kellyn was when I was younger. Like a cousin too. almost, they yeah, felt. Yeah, a cousin. Um, do they call you sister now? Yeah, they do. Especially my younger sister, Emily, she always calls me Chrissy Sissy. And uh, yeah. yeah, I like to, you know, like in, in this world, we all have our own families. Like some people have divorced parents mm-hmm. or extended families. And mm. I like to think of it as like, this is just like my family, you know, like I have my parents and my cousins and my aunts and uncles all in Chicago and they, they're my family. And then I'm out here in Colorado and I have my birth mom and her husband and her three kids and they're my family too, you know, Chrissy, extended. that is such a great point. Yeah. I say that all the time to my children. I normalize it, right? Because they're adopted and I don't want them to think that it's some like disease. Like, I'm sorry, you're adopted. Or, you know, I've had adoptees say that they have told people and then all of a sudden the person like gets really quiet. Like, I'm sorry or I don't know what to say, or it's awkward. And we don't want that for our kids, but I normalize it as well. I say, Hey, you're adopted, but you have a mom and a dad. When I was younger, I was raised by my mother who gave birth to me, but I didn't have a dad. And then my kids are like, you didn't have a dad. Right. What? (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, this is my family. And this is how I was raised. This is your family. This is how you're being raised. These are our stories. Let's own them. Let's appreciate them. Let's cry over them if we have to, if there's (laughs) some brokenness, you know, let's not pretend that um, it's better than what it is and vice versa. But let's just really accept that this is who you are. Yeah. And I, I feel like you have that. I mean, you're very calm. You're a very calm person. Very chill. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe even more chill than you. (laughs) I think she definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. So do you talk to your birth dad? Um, I I have, I've met him probably two or three times, um, probably on the age, like 14, I think, um, we like did dinner with him and Kellyn and her husband flew in from Chicago and yeah, they brought the kids and then, um, my birth dad and his wife at the time met at dinner with like my parents, my adoptive parents as well. We all did like dinner and then I think we did like the next day with all the kids and stuff too, with um, my birth dad's kids and my birth mom's kids as well. So what was it like? It was interesting. So I guess it's different because he, he was kind of in close proximity to where I grew up. Like I went to high school with some of his um, nieces and nephews and I kind of knew they were my nieces and nephews, but I was like, I don't know if they really know me. 
Like I would say my open adoption was a little bit more open with Kelly and my, my, my birth mom, um, than with him, but I, I did meet him and we don't really have the relationship obviously like me and my birth mom do, but it was good to meet him. Definitely. So you don't talk to him or see him like for holidays or no. Um, but one thing that's good too, with like the open adoption, I'm able to know like some health things from his family. Um, mm-hmm. like example, like um, breast cancer is very bad in his family. And I know like, Oh yeah. So important to know your health history. Mm-hmm. So like I'll go get tested for breast cancer soon, just in case, you know, stuff like that can obviously like save your life later. Just communicating that kind of health information with open adoption. I'll tell you what, Chrissy, <laughs> when you get married, your husband is going to be like, what? Yeah. This is a lot. Wait, who is this? Wait, this is your, ha- wait. And then who is this? And then <laughs> yeah. it's going to be has fun. an awesome, serious boyfriend right now. Oh, good. He's great yeah. So he's like in it. Yeah. He understands. He it. And yeah, yeah, he's really sweet. That he's- is so awesome. And you're going to school for nursing, right? Yeah. Currently. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Um, I, if you like listen to the podcast before, um, I was born in the NICU. So I've been kind of thinking maybe this is my way of giving back being a nurse, Mm. you know? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Full circle. It is. So amazing. Okay. 30 seconds. Okay. What is your piece of advice? Um, as I stated, love, obviously, um, just always try to be open-minded, be honest and, you know, accept your situation for what it is um, everyone in the process, not just the person who was adopted. Um, just try to be happy with the situation you're given and yeah, accept it for just be easy going with it as you can. Isn't she awesome? She is awesome. <laughs> and Colleen, I loved your piece of advice for the last podcast was have birth mothers get counseling mm-hmm. and really take care of yourself in the process of the whole entire event because birth mothers are so important and you have a whole life after placement. Absolutely. Thank you both for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to like Adoption Now on Facebook and remember all of our podcasts are available on iTunes. Thank you for tuning into Adoption Now. I'm your host, April Fallon. See you in a few weeks. <laughs>